Hey, it's Colin Castrina from TikTok. If you want to learn how to get famous, monetize for your brand or your business and explode any brand that you are looking to build, you must listen to Brands on Brands on Brands with Brandon Berkmeyer. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you being here. Today is an interview show. We are talking to Colin Castrina of TikTok about the platform, about how to grow, how to monetize, how to tell stories, and how to build a presence on one of the hottest channels right now to be discovered. Yeah, that's right. If you're looking for organic growth, it's right now the place to be. It is the only channel right now showing your content to as many people as possible, more so than you're going to find on any of the other platforms right now. And why is that? Because there's more watchers than there are creators. And when that, what that means is there's a lot of people watching and not a lot to watch. And you can become one of those creators right now and get your content seen by more people. And I brought Colin on because Colin here has, you know, he's a younger guy and he's active in the platform and he found something that worked. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Right now, he's got almost 350,000 followers on TikTok. He has over three and a half million likes for his content. And we're not talking about someone who's been doing this forever. It's May right now when we're recording this. He started in January. Technically, he had a few posts that were in August, but in January 2020, he got serious. He started posting every day. And his second post, overall, second, third post, had about a half million views. That's just like second or third post. This isn't after months and months of creating content. And then his fifth or sixth post had 4 million views. It's crazy. And how does that happen? Well, he's trying different things on the platform. And when he found something that was catching people's attention, he doubled down and he dove into it. If you want to hear how he did that, you have to listen today because there are some nuances to this. It isn't just getting lucky. You actually have to figure out what the strategy is going to be that you can apply to your business. That's what we're talking about today. And as you should know, if you would like to refer back to any of the specific lessons from today's episode, we've made it easy for you by making all the notes from this show available for your download. It's free for the most four recent episodes. So four recent episodes. You can grab them before they disappear at brandonbrands.com forward slash notes. And if you miss it, you can always sign up for our monthly wrap up at the same link, brandonbrands.com slash notes. That's where you get onto our, our weekly emails. And once a month, we will send you the notes from that, that month. So I hope you guys take advantage of that. And, you know, because sometimes you want to hear back, what were those strategies? And instead of writing it all down and hitting rewind or trying to remember the episode number, just download the notes. That's why they're there. All right, guys. With no further ado, let's jump into it. TikTok and what you can do with it for your brand and business. Check it out. Brands on Brands. All right, let's get going. First off, I'm excited for our guest today. Colin Kestrina is in the building. Hey, man, first off, thanks for being here. I appreciate you being on the show. Welcome. 
Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm really excited to provide value to your audience. Yeah, me too. And, and the reason I'm excited, and I, you know, I run into people lots of different ways. And when I was asking one of the, like a friend and a, a, an expert that I interviewed uh, recently, like who, who else should I bring on the show? Who's got something new to talk about? Uh, your name came up and he said, he's in the world of TikTok. You know, let's go ahead and talk to him and see if he's something you want you would bring value to your listeners. And, you know, I checked you out and I'll tell you, the, the world of TikTok is very new. So finding people to talk about it, I'm a little hesitant about it first because I don't want to bring people in that haven't figured out how to explain to other people, you know, what it is that they're doing. But it is so new that, you know, sometimes you just got to bring people on and see how it goes. And we got a pre-call and I really appreciated how you thought about the platform and how you're starting to kind of analyze what's happening. So let's start with this idea, you know, TikTok is one of the hottest topics in social media right now, but let's set the stage because there's a lot of people who've heard of it, they've looked at it, but they might be still confused as to like, what is TikTok? So maybe very simply in your own words for us old people out there, like, what is TikTok? Yeah, that's a great question. If you think about it almost as Instagram, but with videos and it's starting to shift more towards business, but it's a very short form video formatted app where you can be very entertained just scrolling through videos. So just Instagram, but all videos. And why is this something that people should start paying attention to? And maybe they should have started a year ago, but why even now is this something that people should be paying attention to as one of the other major platforms for media out there right now? Yeah, for sure. So TikTok is, it actually became the number one app in the U.S., for downloads, it was over Instagram. Instagram dipped below a 10 percentile and TikTok actually exceeded what Instagram did and has done better than Instagram in the previous quarter. And TikTok is really, their growth is exploding. It's created personal brands that no one would have known two years ago or one year ago, or even a few months ago, even myself. And it's a free platform. It's a free way to grow your personal brand or your business with good content strategies. Unlike some other platforms where you really have to pay, such as Facebook and Instagram, where it's paid to play on TikTok, if you're having fun and you have a good content strategy, you're able to dominate the app and give free exposure to yourself and your business if you just have fun and have good content. Yeah. And I mean, I've paid attention to it and I'll tell you, it's, it's the kind of thing where you're like, well, where do I fit? Like, what is, what is my role going to be? And I think it's still in that, that, beginning stage where people are trying to understand how to find their their space in this. Because I mean, same thing with Instagram happened. When it started, it was like pictures of food, you know, really well done. Like we need to have well, really nice pictures. So it was like pictures of food and it was, you know, pictures of things that are very attractive. You know, it was like really attractive people, really attractive places. And the rest of the world was like, where do I fit into this? And then you started to see it branch out. People were like, well, I can just kind of put anything on here. I feel like that's where TikTok is right now, except it's video and, you know, one, like a harder place to go. But tell me what, like, what's the thing that you see the most on TikTok, but what's starting to, to show up more that's new? Like, what are those two things? Yeah, that's an awesome question. You know, Instagram originally started as being a photography app, and then we started to take over myself, not as a photographer, and nearly everyone else that's not a photographer has had so much fun on Instagram. And on TikTok, the same thing is happening. In my eyes, what it used to be, you know, a year to date was basically, I thought all it was, was duet videos of people doing really stupid things that made no sense and made no sense for a business person to be on. And recently, all you hear is talking about dancing, or you've previously heard about TikTok being all about dancing. But actually, it's really shifting towards nearly any person in any niche can be successful. I've seen people who talk about Nerf guns have hundreds of thousands of followers. 
people who do power washing, their videos have gotten millions and millions of views. If you do anything and make it good and appealing, it can be successful. So TikTok is really just for anyone at this point. And every single day, it gets better where people are more confident to post about you know, anything that they enjoy in life. Yeah. I mean, what I've seen a lot of, I mean, the dance, obviously that was like, you can't go a few scrolls without seeing a dance video of some sort. For sure. For sure. And that's not a negative. I think that's just, that's what people naturally are like. This is fun. This is the fun part of the app. And that's not going to go away. Just like pictures are not going to go away from Instagram. But I've also seen a lot of like comedy pops up, like live comedy. But Tons of comedy. Yes. Yeah. My feed, maybe, but maybe a lot of feeds. Some of like the, the, they have a lot of like magic, not magic, but like Cool. Things that catch your attention. Visual effects seems to like be a, a big part of this. this the app. neon gloving, the cool juggling, a lot of different things like that do really well. Yeah. And, and then now I'm starting to see a little bit of motivation stuff pop up too. So I think just new categories are being added, but it's what I think people are doing is say, okay, what do I create? And then what is it that would fit into this kind of shorter burst of video that makes sense? But I'd like to hear like you know, a little bit about how you started to approach this, right? So let's talk a little bit about first, like what are you creating now that is just kind of your wheelhouse, things that you just enjoy creating? Yeah, so what I'm creating now has been really just, it used to be super micro business content on literally how to cold call successfully versus now it's being more towards, you know, me just having fun, blowing people's minds with what are the most expensive celebrity cars? Things that I would look up on Google that I want to know that I can show other people on the platform. And then, you know, doing like promotions, a lot of different things that have been really fun to create. So more bringing back what Vine used to be to me, which is now, you know, a creative platform and doing that on TikTok, having more fun with it. And then also providing a lot of value in different videos that I choose to post, but mainly sticking still with something related to money and business. Yeah. I mean, some of the topics that I'm, I'm just scrolling through it right now, some of the topics that are on here, you know, how to see how much you'd be, you'd make from a brand deal on TikTok why I keep a $100 bill in a frame, <laughs> why you have never been, what is this on Starbucks? What, what does that oh, say? Why you've what? never seen a Starbucks ad? Yeah. <laughs> With the conspiracy theory. <laughs> how to save money when shopping online, like little tidbits, you know, how to save up money to start a business. And what I wonder is you have to, you have to get these little ideas conveyed in such a quick way. What's your approach to doing that? Because I feel like there's there always going to be something missing. That's just like, there's not enough room. To go in depth. Oh, there so how are do you... in the comments. Let me know that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? So when it comes to creating a video that has a lot of depth to it and trying to slam it in 15 seconds, like a little commercial, I try to take the biggest pieces and put them in the video. And then if there's little smaller micro pieces, I like to put text over the video and add that in if I forgot it in the video or put it in the caption as well. Or I'll have to go through probably a thousand comments and let people know what they were requesting. But I just try to take the main pillars of the piece of content that'll get people the most value and get their attention at the best possible way. And I put that within the 15 seconds. Yeah. And it looks like you also do like multi-part series in some of these ones. Is that planned or is that just what becomes popular? So a series, usually if it becomes a series and I didn't put a part that was unplanned and gladly went successful. But I have found that series, and I've done that a lot recently, is to extend content ideas and to make sure I have content for the next day is doing parts because parts do very, very well on the platform. So if I have a part that does not do successful, I can just kill it. But if it does well, I can continue at. And because I put part or series, it allows people to follow me because they want to see part two. They want to see part three. So it gives them an incentive to follow me and follow you as well. So I've recently done a few series that are in like part three, part four, 
And it's given me, you know, huge growth on my page and also a lot of views as well. So having series is a really good way to get people to follow you and continue a content strategy where you don't have to think of new videos all the time. Yeah, exactly. Now, what I'm wondering is, because I think I want to be able to give some people some ideas of how to use this, you know, this tool that's out there. You know, if they can get past the idea that, you know, trying something new is difficult and they can get past the fear and they want to dabble, what are some of the principles of being on TikTok to do it well, to you know, to build, uh, you know, enough confidence to get out there and start to do it consistently. What are some of the tips, some of the, the idea, the principles you might have about teaching someone how to do this well? Yeah, for sure. So I used to test different content until I found what I enjoyed to make and what did success on the platform. So number one, I would definitely find out what you would enjoy posting about every single day. What do you want to be known for? If one of your videos went viral, would you be able to do it again? So for example, if you see a lot of people doing stupid stuff and it goes viral and they never get a lot of followers and they're not able to grow their their following, it's because they had a one-off video. You as a business person or anyone listening to this podcast, think about what you want to be known for and something that if you could create it again, would be a lot of fun to do and easy to do. So pick one thing that you really enjoy to post about and post about it as often as you can every single day if possible. Right. And I like that concept, but let's talk about the format of it, right? Because I have lots of ideas and a lot of the creators out there on different platforms have ideas that they like to share concepts or advice or tips, but coming up with a format to explain that in an interesting way, I feel like it's a wide open field here and and finding like me just talking to the camera could be boring. So getting creative in this space is the challenge. So do you have any advice for how to be creative with, you know, a given type of message? Yeah, for sure. So if you look at my content, I use a PowerPoint because it's quick cut. It changes very often. And the first three seconds, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, immediately within the first second, if you want to scroll or if you want to stay on. And it does very well. One of my friends, Boxed Up Entrepreneur, great guy, he uses a a green screen effect. And there's different effects that you can use on the app, such as the green screen. For example, let's say I'm recording myself, like you just talked about, and you could have a really cool filter behind you. You could have money behind you. You can have cars behind you. You can have uh, your own business's logo behind you, where you can make it visually appealing, where it's not just you talking in, for example, my room. You can do it and have a different background. Or let's say you wanted to do your like a vacation page. You want to show off different scenery. So you can spice it up and make a, your own template. My template, you know, I follow a PowerPoint. I have my intro. I get into the content. A lot of people, they have their catchy headline and then they get into their content. Dancers, they're able to just dance. So you just have to find what your niche is and then look up the hashtag for that niche and then see what other people are doing successful. And then you can model their template. I like that you mentioned the word hashtags because, you know, I think some of this strategy in here, you know, there's layers to it. It's like, find out what you want to talk about, find out the format that you want to present it in. People might find interesting. Make sure the beginnings and, you know, is the first few seconds, grab attention. So I'm getting tips here. If you guys aren't catching all this, these are the tips I'm, I'm hearing along the way. But you, so you mentioned hashtags. This has been one of the tried and true, you know, strategies that you have to have um, some thought behind on all the other platforms. How are you doing your research, or how are you finding hashtags that can help you on TikTok, and how are you tracking their performance? Yeah, it's actually super easy, which is one of the reasons why I love TikTok. So let's say you just created a video, and then you're about to post. You're on the about to post page, is what I'll, we'll call it now. And once you type in your caption, you can click the hashtag button. It's a nice little button, has a hashtag and says hashtag. It's going to have a few different hashtags and it's going to have a flame next to it. 
just click a few of click all of them because you're only going to be you know three to five of those and then after you've clicked the trending hashtags which is the want the hashtags with the flames that is after then you can get into more micro more hashtags related to your video so you're getting more targeted audience so the broader trending hashtags are going to allow you to get more broad audience and really blow up your video and then the micro hashtags are going to allow you to get more of a targeted audience but really no hashtag research you could if you want to go super in depth but honestly i've just found what's been successful for me and other people are just using the hashtag button and then clicking the hashtags with the flame on it have you ever looked at other people's hashtags maybe in that are in similar spaces as you and see what what they're using that might be helpful Yes, you can notice really by the day. So if I've posted that day, which more than likely I have, you'll be able to see if I'm scrolling on my friends, on the people that I follow, I'll notice that they've more than likely used the same hashtags because those are the trending hashtags for the day. Gotcha. Now, what you know what I'm kind of wondering here is if I'm out there doing this and I'm figuring out what to put in my, like my feed, I'm going to have a couple of random hashtags I put on there. But the ones that I see all the time are the ones that like, there are a few that aren't trending. They're just there every time, like the for you page or the for you hashtag or the FYP hashtag. Should I be using those on all of my, are there certain hashtags I should use on every post or just on like certain ones? So certain hashtags that I personally use would be because it's related to my niche would be entrepreneur, business, or money. I interchangeably use those three if I have enough space. Sometimes I do, but more than likely, especially if it's a business post, I will be using those hashtags. You should not be using hashtag for you, hashtag FY, hashtag FYP. There's another one. It's like hashtag XYZBA. It's like one of those. Don't use those hashtags. And the reason for it, so you don't just think I'm just making it up, is because there's so many videos in that's been used. It has billions and billions and billions of views that you're not going to be relevant with that hashtag. But if you look up hashtag entrepreneur and hashtag business, there are a lot of views, but it's still an open playing field where you can be successful when people look up that hashtag because they're fellow entrepreneurs or business people so that they will watch those videos. So don't use hashtag FYP, hashtag FY, et cetera. Yeah, I think, and what's interesting is that the power of, and we talk about hashtags because the power of organic in this platform is still very strong. And I haven't seen anything stronger. I mean, the closest thing I've seen is LinkedIn right now that has still the power to blow things up organically. And YouTube's always been strong at it, but not to this degree that, I'm, that we're seeing on, on TikTok. And the, I mean, I think the rationale may, it makes sense for, for any platform, which is generally that when there's more people watching than there are creating, there's an opportunity because you have all these people viewing and not a lot of people like generating content. Exactly. So they have to push out something. Yeah. So they're like, like, what should I elevate? And they find your videos and they, they push these things to the top. So I'm glad that you, you have some ideas and like, let's like, is it, you know, hashtag might help. Is there other things beyond the hashtags that are going to help you be found? Or is it, is that the, the whole strategy? Yeah. So really, again, back to the content strategy would be you must and have to, if you don't do it, you won't be successful. And I've helped, you know, over a thousand people in my direct messages that have asked me, how do I become famous? How do I do this? How do I do this? And you must capture attention in the first three seconds. Because if you think about a sitcom, sitcoms, if you watch like Friends, if you watch The Office, Seinfeld, Big Bang, really any popular show, you'll see that they start with something that really grabs your attention that's funny. And then they go into the intro and then they go into the video. So with TikTok, and with what you see with a lot of people who don't dance, because more than likely you're not going to be dancing, you need to catch attention because if you don't catch attention, people are scrolling so fast and they want the dopamine hit so much that if you don't get their attention fast enough, 
they're just going to scroll. So make sure to punch them in the face and get their attention. And that's what's going to get them to click the like button because they're going to stick on and they're going to watch your video, which boosts your watch time. So I, for the 45th time, I'm going to say, catch their attention within the first three seconds, then provide your value. And that's when you're going to rack up your likes and rack up your follows. Let's talk about a few of these other like kind of things that I would think about in other mediums and in this one as well. That could be a strategy or not, which is first is like length of video. The second is get calls to action that like get people to interact with the content and then frequency of posting. And we can, I can tell you each of them again, but maybe we start with like length of video. Does any of this help? Uh, like if it's shorter, longer, and someone gets to watch it multiple times because it's so short or whatever the thing is. Yeah, for sure. So for me, and what I've seen for most people is 15 second videos. And this is an option when you're editing on the platform and about to create a video is you can click the 15 second video option. And that's the most successful length to do a video, not long videos, because people, again, they want to scroll, they want to move on as fast as they can. And they don't want to be on it. It's not like YouTube. So 15 seconds is the optimum length for a video even a little shorter, they're moving more towards where they really like watch time. But as you're just getting started and you don't have a huge following, people aren't going to be loyal enough to stick on for you know, 25, 45, 60 seconds. So stick to a 15 second video format because you're going to rack up good watch time. You're still going to get a lot of watch time and people are still going to get the dopamine hit. And it's going to be quick because right now, if you don't have a lot of followers, you just need attention right now. And then once you have your loyal followers, then you can expand the length of your video, but keep it to 15 seconds. Yeah. I imagine if they can watch to the end and then it starts to play again, you're getting some kind of uh, signal that's saying, you know, this is not terrible. Yes. TikTok will see that people are rewatching and it also adds to your watch time, which is awesome. Now let's talk about calls to action. You know, people are always like, click here, you know, hit this button, push, you know, create some kind of engagement. Have you used calls to action? Do you think that they're helpful for some types of posts or the things to avoid? Yeah. So call to actions are really helpful if you're doing a series. So at the very end of your video, you could say like for part two, like to see the next video or like, so I can make another video, or you could say, follow me and shoot me a DM so we can talk more or go to my Instagram and follow me. So you can push people to different platforms if you use a call to action correctly. So let's say you're making a video about hyping up a t-shirt launch. What you want to do is really hype up the video. Keep making the video super exciting, super exciting. Grab attention and don't satisfy them. Say like for part two or follow me on TikTok and DM me on Instagram. So you can really capture that audience. But if you're going to push people onto another platform, or push people to a part two, do not provide enough value in the video where they don't want to do so. Just like you would want to do on Facebook or another platform, you want to provide enough value and really capture their attention so they want to click, they want to learn more, they want to sign up. So really build up excitement, but don't satisfy them. And then you can push your call to action. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, so I'm laughing because like the, the idea of like just like teasing them essentially. Oh, 100%. It's, it's an effective strategy. This is, you know, trailers are about for movies. Like you give them just enough where you're like, okay, now I got to watch the rest of this. And then once it's over, they're like, wait, what the heck? It's over. And they're going <laughs> to want to like for part two. Yeah, exactly. So I, I like that. I'm glad that you, what I didn't hear was, I mean, there's a lot of these, what I'd say is like short term, short sighted uh, approaches to the calls to action, which is like, Hey, uh, help me get to a million likes so that my dad will buy me some free McNuggets or whatever the thing is. Like, Definitely, those don't do well. Or they get one that does well, but their followers don't go in increase. And it's again, it's a one-off video. 
And again, what we want to make is content that we can replicate, which is why we want to push them to a series and not push them to help you buy a Tesla one time because they're not going to push you to buy a Tesla. Yeah. Even if the, even if the like idea is like true hearted or everyone to call it like from a good place, like I've seen one that was like, like here, if I, if I get a hundred thousand likes, my dad will quit smoking. We're like, okay, yes, fine. Yes. Cool. I want to help you quit smoking. That doesn't make me actually want to see your content all the time. So I, I think you got to avoid some, like, just like everything else, you have to avoid the things that are short term solutions to growth. Exactly. What do you want to be known for? Why do you want to go viral? Keep it around your brand, everything that you push out there. If it went viral, you would be happy about it. And it would be something that people would follow you for so they can see it again. Now let's talk about post frequency. I mean, I imagine it's more beneficial like it is for a lot of platforms when you start to find some consistency in your schedule. But then on top of that, I imagine is more better. So more can be better, but there's a certain points where you're just pushing out dog poop. And what we want to do is make sure that what we're posting, I mean, I love you, Gary V, but 64 times a day, if I saw my friend post 64 times a day, I'd punch him in the face. So you want to make sure, you know, what you are posting, I would post if you're new, I would post three to five times a day or one a day is fine because if we set huge goals and we don't meet them, we usually just give up. So make sure that you're actually meeting what you want to do. So try to post, especially if you're new, one time a day. And this will allow you to spread out content where you don't have to think of, you know, three videos a day, five videos a day, even more. And a lot of, you know, TikTok experts say, just post five times a day. That's extremely hard to do. If you have kids, if you have a job, if you have a a real job where you have to go to work, that's going to be really hard and TikTok's going to become stressful. So posting one time a day is perfectly fine. I personally would post one time a day. I've become more of like, you know, a boxing fighter where I don't post as much because I'm more watching the platform right now and I haven't been putting out a ton of content. But posting one time a day has been the best. Two to three. Yeah, just try to stick to at most three. But if you're burning yourself out, definitely go lower. I I have a couple of questions I want to get into, but I'll, I think I'll save them for in, in a few minutes. I want to get into the idea of like the, if you're creating content somewhere else, how to bring TikTok into the mix. But let me, before I get to that, this idea of frequency, you know, came up because, you know, I looked at your feed and where, you know, what I think people should know, they, I mean, they, here's some interesting facts, right? You didn't start, you know, right when TikTok got going, you know, you, you, like a lot of us who are like, okay, I missed that already. Like it's still really early for TikTok. You started in August and it looked like you got really serious in just January. That's, I mean, that's, yes, we're yes, recording this. It's May 8th right now when we're recording this. So that, that was five months ago. And here's what I saw. Your second post right now of all the second post you created period has almost a half a million views. That's the second, your second post. And that was actually my third post before I deleted the other one. So that's my third post overall. Well, there you go. And then that's the first post I ever posted is the one with the uh, Lamborghini. Yeah. And then your fifth, which we'll call it your sixth then, sixth post had 4 million views, right? And I'm sure it didn't happen, like maybe it didn't happen day one, but tell me about what was going on. And you saw, you posted something, you know, a couple months didn't happen, but like, tell me that journey. Like what, when you saw what was happening, take me through the experience and like what was going through your mind. Yeah, this is, I think this is a really interesting story, even though it's my own personal story. So I used to think TikTok was stupid. There was no point of it. And I thought, because I used to be on Vine, Vine was my favorite app. And I said to all my friends, I'm ride or die with Vine. I will never download TikTok because I had a thousand followers on Vine in seventh grade. I thought it was the coolest person ever. And then 
it was um, cross country season. I, we run every day together. We talk about TikTok, everything related to it. And they said, oh, one of our friends has got a video with 2 million views. And I said, how? His video is stupid. And he's getting all these followers. He has like 70,000 followers right now. He doesn't post anymore. But I saw that and I kept telling my friend, if I can't make it business related, there's no point of me trying to be on this platform. So I posted a video with me in a Lamborghini and that got like 130,000 views. And at the time I had three followers. That just shows the potential that TikTok has. My next video I posted, it was just like me talking about how expensive Starbucks was. And my next video was posted a well-edited video of a thunderstorm and me on an airplane, like half a million views. And at that point, I'm sitting about 970 followers, okay? And right about now, I'm at 345,000. So January 1st, going into January 1st, I had 970 followers. And I told my friend, could you imagine what it'd be like to have 10,000 followers on a platform? That would be the craziest thing. You'd be so famous. And we were talking about like all the famous people on the platform, everything and how their lives have changed. And when I got home, it was January 1st. On that day, I posted my first business-related PowerPoint video. And I was very blessed. It went very, very, very viral over millions and millions of views. And from then on, I saw that video did well. So I continued that strategy. I found what worked, continued to push that strategy. And um, yeah, the reason why you know, I just started going hard every single day is because I saw you know, there's potential. That video got me 6,000 followers within, you know, like a few days. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. There's potential here to do business. What I wanted, just like I told my friend earlier. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, he's got 300 and almost 50,000 followers here on TikTok. And oh, probably, oh, it looks like over three and a half million likes right now on your program when we're recording this. And I'm like, well, this probably happened over time. Like maybe somewhere halfway through this, it was building slowly. And I'm like, no, I'm looking back. It was pretty quick. It boomed. It, I literally had 970 followers and then zero to 100 real quick. Everything really just started to blow up. And um, that just shows the growth that can happen for your page, for anyone listening. This gives you a reason to get started right now. Your life can change. You can get 10,000 followers in a week if you really pushed and found something that worked. Um, it may not happen that fast. It may take you a few months, but you know, it only takes one video. It's not like any other platform where you know, you really have to build something up. It takes one video for you to be very successful on the platform and blow up. Yeah. And what's funny is, I mean, I, I've put more than four videos and I, none of those videos turned into be, you know, 4 million views. Uh, you know, I've done a handful. I haven't, but I, here's the thing. I haven't played with it enough to keep changing my formats to find the thing that's going to be interesting to A, to use the right hashtags. And, you know, I put hashtags, but to find the right ones and B to play with the format enough that people might find it interesting. But is there anything else that you kind of noticed other than you use the right hashtag and you, you had an interesting PowerPoint video that you're like, this is the reason this one seemed to like blow up? Or is it just kind of random? Yeah, to show it's not a fluke. I've worked with other people on helping them create viral content. So it's not just, well, I was really lucky. <laughs> so for example, on my dad's page, we tried multiple, multiple different content strategies, him in his office, him with a different background, different intros, different value, um, different topics, modeling other people, using the PowerPoint. The PowerPoint didn't work for him, sadly. And then we actually found that actually his IGTV videos work the best. We had, you know, back-to-back 44K viewed videos, and that's shown to do very well for him as reposting his IGTV videos. Those get, you know, a few thousand views. So you have to test until you find what is gaining traction for you. And, you know, don't give up because 
one content strategy didn't work, five content didn't work. All my dads were on six or seven different content strategies. He's at like 25K. Um, Zach Benson, we knew what he wanted to be known for. And we started posting really nice, you know, travel videos. We noticed, you know, a lot of the things didn't work. So we used different sounds. We used different hashtags. We used more hashtags. We tried using text on the videos. So making sure you're trying different variables, trying different things where one video, if you added a different sound, could have gotten you multi-million views. And that's worked on my page. I've tested it. So you have to use and test different things on your page. Zach's video, we tried no text. And text, it's shown that text has worked on his page. Different sounds has worked better on his page. So you have to test what works with you because your page is different than mine, which is different than Zach's, which is different than other people's. So what do you mean by different sounds? You're talking about like the soundtracks, the music behind it? Yes. So people really love the sounds on TikTok. And that's something really simple that you can do when you're editing or thinking about your video. So you can just go and click on the very top of the app when you're recording and click the sound button. And there's a trending button that you can click. Or you can add it when you're editing on the next page of TikTok. And you can add whatever feels good to you as long as you're on the trending section, which is a very obvious button that you can click on that homepage. And that allows you to add, you know, it's really appealing. It's nice to listen to, nice to watch when you hear something that you enjoy to listen to watching a video. Now, let's talk about that, that for a second. Because I feel like that is one of the strategies that's part of this thing is, is you can either just use your own sound, your own, obviously, audio. Or you can choose a soundtrack that's either music or some other funny skits or statements. Yeah. I feel like that part of it seemed like it was just for people who are trying to lip sing or be funny. Does it work for business? Like what kind of sounds are you talking about? Yes, for sure. So I posted a video where I didn't have a popular sound. It was just my voice and it got maybe 100,000 views. And then I posted a, another video extremely similar using a popular sound and it got way more hundreds and hundreds of more thousands of views, I think even to a million. So using a popular sound puts your video into the sound category. If you use that sound, it's not going to be original sound because if it's original sound, you know, you're going to be the only video. But if you use a popular sound, you're going to be pushed in the algorithm with songs that have also used that. For example, my friend Gerardo, he used the 2C slide. He was like one of the, he was like the third video to use it. And it, boosted his video millions of views because he uses a certain sound. So make sure to add sounds. You can turn down the volume very low to where your voice is 80% and you barely hear the music, but having the sound really adds gasoline onto your posts. Now I want, and cause people are hearing these strategies, these tactics, I hope by now they can tell that there's, there's a lot of different things they can be doing and thinking about to find a way to make this work for their business, but or at least just try it to see if they get a little more traction than they're getting in other places. But if people want to like follow you and understand how to do this themselves, I know that you help people with this exact thing. Can you tell me about how you're helping people with it? Yeah, for sure. So I help people for free on Instagram if they shoot me a direct message at Colin Castrian on every single platform. And I've helped over a thousand people um, just like with my direct message. And then my friend and I, Gerardo, he has you know over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok as well, and that's in our private LinkedIn group, which is free. It's uh, TikTok marketing. So we really provide, my friends and I, our network, try to provide as much free value as we can, asking, answering questions for anyone. Even in my direct message, I'll help you for free. We can get on a call, anything like that. Awesome. And I think you have a, a course coming up sometime soon where you're actually, or a business where you're working with people. Can we talk about that? Yes, we do. So we started to create and we have in finalizing our TikTok course called TikTok Blueprint. 
tiktokblueprint.com. It's going to be the most comprehensive guide that's helped me be successful on the platform, helped well over thousands of people on the platform as well, going viral, boosting their following, monetizing, have people such as I've worked with Raising Canes. That video literally came out at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern today. So working with huge brands like Raising Canes, people offering you $30,000 to come and have you do an influencer marketing campaign for you. So if you're just trying to grow your own page or trying to be successful, finding influencers, different things, everything related to TikTok, absolutely dominate the platform. That's in the TikTok blueprint. Yeah, man. I you know Take it from a guy who's been doing it and studying it, not just having fun with the platform uh, and trying to become a star, but someone who's actually out here trying to figure out how do I do this and find out all the tactics so I can help other people do it well as well. That's tiktokblueprint.com. How to go viral on TikTok, create viral strategies and how to monetize I appreciate you creating things like this to help other people, Colin. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Yeah. And I, the question I wanted to come, like we have a, a little bit of time here left together. What I want to dive into, which I was talking about a little bit earlier, is if we're talking about people, they're creating these, these things on TikTok and they want to figure out, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a podcaster. Let's talk about me, right? I'm podcasting. I'm, this is where my primary content creation is happening. What is, a, you know, is repurposing even a, a thing we can try on TikTok or am I going to be, should I be referencing it? Like what's a good approach if you're creating something on YouTube or a blog or podcast first, what are some things you've seen people try that I'll have to try lots of things, but what are the things that you've seen people try that might be a good as like a repurposing strategy uh, for those people? Yeah, that's a great question. This is a free live consulting session. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, I co-own the Success Network, which is all reposted content. And that shows, because we didn't want to be fluke, my friend Jamie and I, who has you know half a million followers, we wanted to show we can do it on other pages using reposted content without ever showing our face. So let's say you personally have a YouTube channel. What you would want to do is download your YouTube video and make sure, because if you just post your YouTube video on TikTok, you're going to have the huge black bars of death. No one hates that. So once you've downloaded your video, you can edit it. You can have a VA edit it or a video editor or even yourself edit it to where it's formatted for TikTok. You may be slightly really big, but it's going to be performed way better. If you see Gary V do this and a lot of other successful people on the platform, what you want to do is just download that video and format it for TikTok. If you create IGTV videos, you can repost that on TikTok as well because if you take up the whole screen, TikTok noticed that you took up the whole screen and that you didn't download it, but in reality you did. So if you're taking up the whole screen and it's formatted natively for TikTok, it's going to be pushed out by the algorithm and it's going to perform a lot better because people see it's taking up the whole screen and that it makes sense. Awesome. And I, you know, I, I figured if you actually want to get into it, you might have to try to create some, th- some other things that are native as well. There might be you know, some combination of repurposed and native to really give this thing a shot. Would you say that that's true? Yeah, definitely. If you if your reposted content is doing really well, you're fine with sticking to that. But if you're noticing there's really, really slow growth and none of the videos, and you feel like you've posted a couple of videos that you personally think would do really well, then it might be time to try, you know, you hopping in a video and trying different things because you've tried enough videos. Let's say you've tried, you know, 20 videos of reposted content and none of them have really exceeded your expectations, getting over a hundred views or getting over a thousand, that's time to need to hop in the videos and you need to try something different. I love this. And what I'm hoping is that for people out there that are figuring out their path and, you know, like you're pretty new to this starting a personal brand game. 
But if they are in that same position, they're like, I want to get moving and do something that I can become known for something. Maybe you can give us some of the steps you're taking, the path that you're on, that if someone wants to follow the same sequence, you know, what would you tell them? Yeah. So, you know, I've tried the Instagram. I love Instagram. I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn's awesome. Facebook's cool. But, you know, TikTok allows you to have fun on like any other platform. You don't have to be extremely professional. You can be goofy. You know, you can have your little kids in the videos and have fun. And that allows you to, you know, take off the tie, unbutton your collar and have fun with your content. You know, you don't need extreme setups to be successful on the platform. So for you to build a personal brand, it's free exposure if you just try and test different content for you. So, you know, use popular sounds, use trending hashtags and have fun with the platform and, you know, just be loose with it. Don't be, you know, super, you know, I'm never going to post. This is so stupid. My coworkers are going to laugh at me. They're not going to laugh at you if you have 100,000 followers because you decided to take action. You know, the big difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is taking action. And when it comes to personal branding, you just have to try. You just have to go for it because this is free exposure. It's really anyone's platform. You just have to go out and take it. I love that. And what I'm thinking is, you know, there's going to be some people out there who are like, yeah, I'd love to create a TikTok following, but I don't want them to fall in the trap that happens on a lot of the platforms that when they start to take off is they build a, they get success in building a following, but they haven't figured out how to turn followers or subscribers or fans into business, into people that are in their world and consuming you know, other things that they're putting out there. Have you thought about that? How do you turn a following into a customer or a tribe? Definitely. So one, that's an awesome question. So what you would like to do is, again, what do you want to be known for? Because this is how, what you're going to create your authority in that niche. So let's say if you want to be an expert and let's do something really random, let's do pottery, but you're posting about basketball, you're never going to get anyone buying your pottery because they don't know you for that. You don't have any credibility. You haven't established your authority. So if you're making pots, if you're in pottery, what you would need to do is make videos every single day showing off your skills related to pottery because you're going to start to get more targeted art people following you, people who appreciate what you do. And then that's going to allow you to push your product say, hey, you know, I'm releasing this special bowl, this special pot, you know, go to my Instagram, follow me, shoot me a DM if you would like this or comment in the comment section if you're interested in buying this. And then you can spark connections and you can really get the conversation going with monetization if you're selling products. We're not even going to have to get into the influencer brand deals because, you know, if we just have a standard business and we want to sell products, you know, clothing stores are super, super successful on the platform. Anything visual can be successful on the platform as long as you're building your authority within that niche. You have to post about that niche and establish you are really good at what you do. Yeah, I love that. I think that, you know, the the common saying is, you know, if you want to have a business, you need to find a problem and solve it. You need to find something that people are struggling with and provide a solution. And if you have a solution for people, you can monetize it. So if you wear that hat that you're talking about, that's like, what do I want to be known for? And while you're creating that content, you start to talk to the people in your community and you say, oh, this is, these are the things that people keep asking. You can provide solutions and you can send them down, you know, to your store, to your content, to your email list. Yeah, it could be literally free market research because you can notice what people are commenting, what people are interested in watching. If, you know, I create a video that people are interested in cars, I can reach out to a car dealership and say, hey, I'd love to help you with TikTok, which I've done. I helped the Ferrari McLaren and uh, Lamborghini dealership, you know, because I love cars and I saw that people were loving my car videos. 
So you can have fun and really showcase what you love and establish your authority on social media within anything that you do as long as you try. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good example. And the, I think if people are out there trying to figure out, you know, one of the things you always figure out is if you can own the, use this as the discovery tool, the discovery engine where people find you, but then you're still going to have to find a way to communicate with them. You hear when Colin said you want to get a hold of him, he's reaching out to people via direct messages. And that's his direct channel that he can control with them. That conversation becomes one-to-one. Find a way to directly connect and have conversations that you can go back and forth with, such as a DM or an email list or a phone number, whatever the thing is, something that you can control that you now can take them from just watching you to talking to you. I love that, man. Yeah, and, and, for your, and for your audience, when it comes to if you ever want to network successfully on the platform, and this is going to be in the TikTok blueprint, you know, the simple version is if you find a creator with let's say 500,000 followers on Instagram, they're only going to have 10 to like 30, 40 K. So find their Instagram, stalk them, track them down, find them on Instagram, shoot them a direct message and having a really attention grabbing, just like an email subject line, first line in your direct message. And that's going to get their attention and you're going to be able to spark conversations there. If they have their business email in their bio of their, of their TikTok, a lot of people don't actually email them. So if you just reach out, You'd be surprised who you, you can be connected with. I'm connected with people with millions, multi-millions, over 10 million followers on TikTok. You know, they've reached out to me. I've reached out to them. So don't be afraid to network and go to Instagram to send direct messages or email them. Love it, man. That's at Colin Castrina. And that name and those handles will be in the show notes. Uh, any final parting words you want to leave the, get, the, the audience with today before we close out? Yeah, sure. So again, anyone listening to this platform, I challenge you to go create five videos within the next five days and see what happens. Try different videos, make a different video for each day, different content strategy, use popular sounds, use trending hashtags and have fun. Use a 15 second video format and tag me in it. And then I will love to like it. I'll comment on it. And you know, if you have any questions, you can send me a direct message on Instagram. I'd love to help you guys for free. All right, Colin. Well, thanks for joining us today. I hope you guys got the value that I was getting out of it today. I was taking notes the whole time and I've got it on, on, on record. So I get to listen to this over and over again, just like you guys do. This is why we put this out there. So you have the tactics you need to grow, to move forward, to build your brands. Hope you guys found it as valuable as I did. Thanks, Colin, again. And we will catch you all next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.